What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And on tonight's episode, we'll be reviewing uh, the Bulls defeating uh, the Utah Jazz by eight points. This was a nail biter. This was a, this was good to see our Bulls back on a winning track after what the last twenty four hours that we have. But we're going to talk about it right after this. There's the Rosen quick trigger mid range. All right, Bulls fans. So we we needed this win, right? Not because of anything. Like it, it, we just needed some positive news after, like I said, the last twenty four hours that we've had between the loss to New York, or forty eight hours, so to say, um, and everything else that's been going on there with Patrick Williams. And so, yeah, you know, there there were pluses and minuses in this game. I do want to say that uh, we couldn't do a goddamn thing with Mitchell, right? Like, yeah, we he didn't shoot. Uh, Donovan Mitchell did not score effectively, right? Uh, but he did score 30 points. 9 for 27 shooting, uh, 2 for 11 um, from 3, and 10 for 10 from free throws. We made him work for every one of those points that he had. However, even with that, that um, lack of good shooting percentage, he still had a plus minus of plus 13. Um, and the Bulls' defense overall in this game, it was good when it needed to be, right? And yes, you need defense to be good all game, every game, ideally. But the Bulls showed up when they when we needed them to show up big time. We got stops when we needed them to get stops. Even at one point in this game, we went up by double digits. The Bulls played really good in this game. And the thing that I do want to point out as well is that while our, I won't say that our interior defense was great or anything, it was noticeably improved with having DJ and Tony Bradley actually playing minutes. I'm going to talk some about that. I was worried about what Rudy Gobert would do against this team. Why he did shoot efficiently, seven for for nine. He did have 19 rebounds, 17 points. Um, but it wasn't as bad as I was expecting it to be. I absolutely expected it to be a murderer's row, uh, just open open field on that. Now they did out rebound us by a lot, and that's going to be something. As long as we're playing small ball, that's going to happen. It was 54 rebounds uh, that Utah had to our 45 rebounds. Again, that's going to happen. That's just with the makeup of the team. I already talked about it in the last video. That is honestly just how this this team, for the most part, seems to be giving up or, or you know, just not expecting to get those offensive rebounds and just what with the way that they play. Um, but outside of that, you know, get the negatives out the way. Zach Levine with 26 points. Not a super huge efficiency shoot night for him. Lonzo Ball also with 11 points. And uh, only two assists, but five rebounds. But Vooch, Vooch, who had a really pedestrian game in clutch, five points in the clutch for us that really helped us seal this game. And that's the benefit of having um, the three players that we have in, in DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, and Vooch, is that either any of these players can turn it up when needed. And DeMar DeRozan showed his ass in a positive way, right? This whole game, really. 32 points from DeMar DeRozan, plus minus of plus 15, six for six from uh, free throw, uh, 13 of 22 shooting. He had the most shots of the Bulls. He may have had the most shots of anyone other than Donovan Mitchell in this whole game. Um, and it was it was effective. Right. And this is the thing you're going to live and you're going to die in a, in a sense by DeMar DeRozan. By I say when I say in a sense, what I mean is that if DeMar DeRozan has a bad game, it doesn't mean that the Bulls aren't going to be in it or, aren't, or can't win the game. But I mean, you're going to you're going to live or die because when DeMar is on, 
it completely changes the outlook of this team and it makes so much other things easier. Now, I know that we've had conversation in, in um, the comment section of my videos for a while now about Lonzo, point guard, whatever. Um, but in this game, it kind of showed why. You, you want the bar in DeMar DeRozan's hands as much as what he did. But, okay, our starters did their thing, right? And I don't want to – I'm not taking that for granted or lightly at all. Javante Green, again, showing that activity, 22 points, uh, starting for Patrick Williams. But the thing that I was looking out for and that was a key to this game is how, how that rotation is going to change now with Patrick Williams out. And this, this Bench played the most minutes outside of Alex Caruso since uh, this season started. Yes, Alex Caruso got his 25 minutes. I said he's going to get that. He uh, had a, a, a negative plus minus. We got 21 minutes from Io DeSumo. And in the, my preview video, that was something I talked about. Io needed and deserved more minutes. 21 points. He was only one for six from the field. Made one three-pointer. Um, but he was plus 17 while he was on the court for his plus minus. Like I said, what I, I and Io can come around scoring wise, but what Io provides, like just that energy, that defense, that activity, um, even be, be, being able, he had a lot of shots here where he broke down and got into the middle and it, his his layups just weren't falling. This could have easily been a double digit scoring night for Io coming off the bench. Um, and it's still, we still didn't get so for our bench, right? Let's let's our bench only had a total of 17 points this game. And so what I want to focus on that just for a second, right? This is this is my my thing. For everyone who's calling for COVID, the Bulls are 28th in bench scoring. That's near the bottom of the league. You don't trade a potential 15 to 18 point per game scorer in Kobe White for really you don't need a big time you don't need a super huge name to fill out this front court. You just need somebody who has some size who can rebound effectively and, and alter shots you don't trade a potential 15 to 18 point per game score um on a bench that doesn't have any scoring at all you don't do that so people who are like calling for kobe white to be i i've already had a whole video on it the bulls will be idiotic in my opinion to, to trade kobe white without seeing what he can do again i'm leaving that that's just my horse that, that that's my thing but seeing Derek jones jr and tony bradley out there it just raises more questions why these guys weren't playing Derrick Jones Jr. in his minutes, plus 18. But again, it's not all in the box score. What he was doing activity-wise, what he was doing with the altering shots the, the, in the way that he did, what he was doing in, in just being a body out there that you have to keep somebody on because if you, like, he's going to make you pay if you ease off, off of him. Three blocks from Derrick Jones, Jones Jr. Three of them. You know how much the rest of the team had? Two. You know who had those other two blocks? Tony Bradley. So this team only had five points and it came from the two players who have not been playing a lot on this team up until this point. This is why I, the Bulls need to play these guys. And again, like I said, I know, and this and this is why I'm, I'm so big on the we don't need to trade Kobe White train because what we need and what we can get from shot blocking and altering shots that may very well be on this roster. And if it's not, you don't need to trade a lot to get somebody like that. Or wait on the buyout market. There's so much, so much that they can do without trading a player in Kobe White. But anyway, to get off that, like I said, Tony Bradley, Derrick Jones Jr. showed why they deserve minutes. Derrick Jones Jr. getting 19 minutes. Tony Bradley getting 14 minutes. Um, and Troy Brown Jr. only getting three minutes. This is kind of what I said in my preview video. I like Troy Brown Jr., right? I like Troy Brown Jr. a lot in certain situations, but it's going to be by committee as far as how we replace the minutes that Patrick Williams are getting. It's going to be who's getting hot that night. 
what the matchups are looking like. Tony Bradley needed to play in this game because of the length that that uh, Utah Jazz have. But outside of that, Derrick Jones Jr. played amazing in this game. This was a great game to see, a great game to hopefully get us back on track. We're looking like a, like back like we were before. And uh, Utah was undefeated before this game. We're giving them their first loss. We're back to 5-1, and one, and we'll see how this continues to go. And, you know, I don't know if you were like me. I was starting to worry, like, man, this stretch this month may be even worse because it just seems like we're just getting one thing after another. But this may be the win that we need to get us back on track. This may also be the win that unlocks some things and and hopefully helps Billy Donovan trust his bench a little bit more than what he has up into this season. Let me know what you guys think about Derrick Jones Jr., Troy, uh, not Troy Brown Jr., uh, Tony Bradley, and what their contributions and how they change really the outlook of how the how the Bulls defended and everything because they did a really great job to me. Let me know what you guys think down below. Like I like to end every video on, go Bulls. I love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL.